At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Podcast. Here is your host, Tim Murray. Welcome in, everyone. Another edition of the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast with cameras on our faces. Hide the children. That gentleman right there, the one and only Matt Humans. You can follow him on Twitter at Matt Humans247. I am Tim Murray. Four teams remaining. And if I had told you that the Charleston Classic was San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, Miami, and UConn. You say, yeah, it's a pretty good field. No, that's the final four this mm-hmm. year down in Houston, Matt. Uh, we've we've d- discussed this all week long, but just circling back, just initial thoughts of how this tournament has played out. And, you know, it's a, it's certainly a surprise that, that here we are, a nine seed, a five seed, a four seed, and a five seed are in the final four. But it also isn't that surprising based off how this year has kind of unfolded. We talked a lot of times about how this is going to be a wide-open tournament, and uh, that's a cliche, but this year it actually was true. Yeah. A year ago, we had a blue-blood Final Four. Kansas, Villanova, Duke, North Carolina. We have the opposite this year. (laughs) Uh, So I think UConn is the one, you know, fringe-type blue-blood in this uh, Final Four. But, Tim, when you have a one-and-done tournament, there's always a chance you could have something like this happen when you don't have dominant teams at the top in college basketball. If you played this tournament over and everything was a three-game series, best two out of three, instead of a one-and-done, we'd have a much different Final Four. Well, and that's, that's, and that's the yeah. beauty of this tournament, right? right? And why we love it so much. Um, but, you know. Here and we- sometimes hate it. <laughs> love it and hate it. I, I've seen your tweets. Sometimes you hate what? it. What? I am positive uh, as the most positive person out. I don't know what you're talking about. I am uh, I am the most positive person out there. Uh, I do want to point something out here on this podcast. If you've been listening, thank you so much. And uh, rate, review, subscribe, let friends know. We only have a couple more left uh, as we go through the college basketball season, one more before the championship game. Uh, usually it's myself, Matt Humans, myself, or Adam Burke. Uh, we are going to have a special guest join us a little bit later on in the podcast, former Notre Dame men's basketball coach Mike Bray, who is now going to be a member of the media, uh, even though there were some thoughts initially he might down, head down to uh, South Florida, be their men's basketball coach. Uh, so Mike Bray will join us, give us his perspective, his thoughts. Certainly has coached a quite uh, a fair share against Jim Laranega and that Miami team. Played him once this year. Actually led at the half before ultimately Miami won that game uh, against the Irish back on December 30th. So I guess, Matt, let's start with UConn and Miami. Uh, right now, we sit, as we record this, on a uh, Thursday afternoon. The total is sitting at 149, uh, pretty much across the board. We're sitting at Circa. It's actually 148.5, and, and the spread is at 5.5. Now, I know you're going to get to your play uh, mm-hmm. on this, how you're looking to play the Final Four a little bit later on, but just – 
breaking this game down, um, how does Miami pull off yet another upset? Because uh, would you say that they've had the hardest road to the Final Four of the other uh, of the other three? Uh, probably, but, but UConn has not had an easy road I like agree. some people are um, some people are saying. I, I think UConn has made it look easy and has gone through four really good coaches along the way. You know, you talked about Rick Pitino and Randy Bennett, Eric Musselman, and Mark Few, and those are good teams, but UConn's won those games by an average of 17.5 points and made it look easy. Uh, how can Miami win this game? Because Miami plays a different style than UConn, and that's, what made, that's what's going to make this game, I think, challenging, uh, potentially challenging for UConn. Is when you have Isaiah Wong, Nigel Pack, Brandon Miller, excuse me, Jordan Miller, guys like uh, guards like that who can get hot and kind of carry an offense, a team like that is always dangerous. Those guys average a combined 46 points, and they all shoot 35% or better from three. Wong and Pack are two guys who, hey, man, if they're dropping their threes in this game, UConn could be in trouble. And I think uh, Ormir inside has become a beast. He's, I, he's playing, it seems to me, like at a different level in this tournament, too, averaging 10 rebounds for the season. And uh, to think, Matt, real yeah. quickly, you know, Heading into the first round game against Drake, a side that I was on, I was very mm. calm. You know, when when Drake didn't right. score, basically got outscored sixteen to one. Yeah, I was very time. calm down that stretch. Uh, ask my producer, producer Britton back there, um, as he drove me to the airport that day. But he rolled his ankle in the semifinal against Duke in the ACC yeah. tournament, and there were thoughts: Hey, is he going to play? Is he going to be available? And not only did he play against Drake, he had fourteen rebounds in that game. And to your point, I mean. The Texas game was the only game he hasn't had double-digit rebounds, and he has been really impressive. 12 points uh, in, uh, in in the game against Drake, 7 against Indiana, 12 against Houston, 11 against Texas. And, you know, he is going to be incredibly important going up against that massive front line of oh, UConn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're talking about uh, Adama Sonogo, who's 6'9", and has a beast down there, and you got Donovan Klingon, who's 7'2". 270. Uh, yeah, Ramirez is going to be really important here, but the guards are what's going to really carry the Miami offense if the Hurricanes going to have a ch- chance to pull an upset. By the way, Miami 9-2 and two against the spread as a dog uh, this season, so the Hurricanes have been pretty good in this role. Yeah, you're right. The, the path to the Final Four are toughest for the Hurricanes to go through Drake, Indiana, Houston, and Texas. Uh, I, th- I, think, uh, I think UConn – has been the most impressive team. And once when we get to the Final Four, if you ask 10 college coaches who's the best team in the Final Four, all 10 are going to say UConn. Mm-hmm. And that's going to lead to a bet I'm going to talk about later uh, and how I played this. But I also am not going to lay the five and a half here because I think the Hurricanes are dangerous. Tim, right now we don't, we don't know if these guards, if, if Wong and Pack and Miller, if these guys are going to come out hot. And if they do, I think you're going to be able to tell really early in the game if UConn's going to struggle to win this one. You know, when you look at the total in this game, Matt, um, you know, Miami has done something that, to me, has, you know, what's been impressive to me about Miami, and obviously, uh, you know, people listening to this podcast, watching this, they realize what Miami's strength is, offense. They're fifth in the country in offensive efficiency, and they really struggle defensively, 104 in defensive efficiency. However, that hasn't really... I don't want to say it hasn't mattered, Matt, but they've figured out ways to overcome that. Um, when you look at, you know, the Houston game where they're just running uh, pick and rolls and, and Nigel Pack is going nuclear from three. So, you know, this team has certainly showed the capabilities. And you mentioned, you know, them thriving in this role. I mean, I, I remember I bet against them a couple of times uh, during the regular season in, in just spots that seem kind of tricky where they're, you know, a small dog on the road and you take that short favorite at home and, you know, they they kind of bucked that trend a handful of times this year, which was the, you know, the ranked team catching points on the road. I want to say three or four instances. I remember you know, either seeing that or betting against it personally and coming up on the wrong side. But as for the total, you know, if you're Miami, you know, if you're looking, is is there a correlation here if you do like Miami catching the points to look towards the over in this spot? Because it feels to me, Matt, if Miami's going to have a chance in this game, they're going to have to be shooting well, going at their own tempo. Not a 
crazy tempo type of team, but you still look at, you know, the possessions that they've played this NCAA tournament, 72 against Texas, 70 against Houston, 69 and 69 in the first two rounds against Indiana and Drake. It feels like this team's going to get up and go and Hey, you're getting, you know, Texas led by double digits, the majority of that elite eight game. And they just kept coming and coming and coming and ultimately, you know, pulled out the victory. Yeah, you put up 89 points on Houston, 88 on Texas. You're doing something right yeah. offensively. And, uh, you know, my inclination is usually to bet unders, and especially when you're playing in a, a dome like this in Houston where you got a poor shooting background. Yeah. I don't want to bet the over. But the way Miami's clicking offensively right now, I think it's tough to bet the under. And but you know what? UConn can win games in different styles. They can win, you know, the so-called rock fights, and they can also run up and down the floor with you and beat you in a high-scoring game. I don't think UConn's afraid to play that style with Miami. And also, UConn's got some very good individual defenders. When you talk about Andre Jackson, Jordan Hawkins, and guys like that who can defend at the guard spots. If one thing you try to do against UConn, you want to pull Sonogo and the big guys away from the basket with your uh, screening action and things like that. Uh, but I don't, I, don't think that, uh, I don't think UConn's afraid to play Miami's style here. Uh, I I don't really have a strong opinion on the total. Yeah. We're going to get to, once again, Matt's uh, play on UConn and how he's looking at to play them throughout the entire tournament here. We're going to hit a break in just a moment and look at the uh, the first semifinal of Florida Atlantic taking on San Diego State. But real quickly, um, you know, UConn, the way that they've been playing, was this a team, and no hindsight's being 2020, mm-hmm. but entering the tournament, when you looked at their advanced numbers, right, they were top five in Ken Palm. I wasn't a full believer in them. The last time we saw them entering the tournament, they lost a semifinal Big East game to uh, to Marquette. Right. But is this a team that maybe we over or undervalued a bit coming into the NCAA tournament? Because I know a lot of wise guys out there, Matt, they were high on UConn, and they had a stretch in the Big East season where they kept under-delivering. Is it just a situation where they're hitting, the, hitting it at the right time, or do we just kind of overlook this UConn team? No, I think they also got hot at the right time. Both these teams, Tim, Miami, UConn, failed to win their conference tournaments, right? So it's not like um, they were coming into the NCAA tournament hot where you can look back and say, wow, I should have recognized this team was playing its best basketball because they weren't. They just got knocked off. UConn just got knocked off. I bet UConn to win the Big East tournament Mm -hmm. and lost that bet. Right. You know, so – I was not looking to ride the Huskies necessarily in the NCAA tournament after what I watched in the Big East, but a lot of times losing in a major conference tournament like that can be the best thing for you going into the, the bigger tournament, and we've seen that happen time and again. Uh, the one I think the biggest advantage here when we talk about the two teams is that UConn has got the potential to crush Miami on the offensive glass, and UConn is so much better defensively. And Miami so limited on depth. My biggest worry would be, does Omir get into foul trouble? If so, good night, sweetheart, to uh, quote <laughs> Lee Corso. That's Matt Humans. I'm Tim Murray. Mike Bray coming up in just a little bit. We'll talk San Diego State FAU on the other side. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Podcast. Here is your host, Tim Murray. We keep it rolling here on the College Basketball Betting Podcast alongside Matt Newmans at Matt Newmans 247 on Twitter. I am Tim Murray. You could follow me at 1TimMurray. Former Notre Dame men's basketball coach Mike Bray going to join us on the other side in the next segment. We'll get his perspective on the Final Four. He has coached against Miami this year and certainly has thoughts on all of these teams. The Florida Atlantic-San Diego State game, Sean, um, you know, it's just crazy to think that here we are in the final four in Houston, a arena or stadium that holds 71,000 people. Now, I don't know if they're going to fill all that up based off of some of the uh, ticket prices that are being shown out there. But Florida Atlantic's arena, if you want to call it that, holds 2,500 people. And the Owls have now made it to the final four. But, you know, all kidding aside... You know, this is a team that has been the part all year, uh, you know, playing in a conference like the conference, uh, like Conference USA uh, and playing as well as they did winning that conference tournament championship. I was on UAB in the championship game. Not the case. They they were tremendous in that one. And Florida Atlantic has has been tested. Now, did they get a fortunate break multiple times where, you know, maybe they should have. Well, I think they should have. The ref should have called a timeout on a loose ball at the end of the, the Memphis game or the fact that they didn't have to face a one seed in Purdue, but they beat Tennessee, they beat a red-hot Kansas State team, and here the Owls are sitting in the Final Four. And then San Diego State, Matt, a team that you know quite well, betting as much Mountain West basketball as you have had have done over the years. We'll start with San Diego State. What, in your eyes, makes them... As good as they are now, a couple years ago, this is a team that was going to be a one seed. Uh, if you know COVID doesn't cancel the NCAA tournament, who knows if they make a run? But you know, Brian Dutcher has done a really, really good job, especially scheming things up. And the defense, as we saw against Creighton, can be really suffocated and can get to you quite a bit. Yeah, it's interesting. That 2020 San Diego State team was 30 and two. Malachi Flynn was a high-scoring guard for the Essex. That team was, Tim, much better than this San Diego State team. I've probably seen four or five Aztecs teams under Dutcher and Fisher that are better than this one. But this Aztecs team got hot, got the right path, and uh, got the right matchups on the way to the Final Four. And it's great to see Brian Dutcher get there. Uh, Guys more than paid his dues in college hoops. What makes this team uh, so tough? And I think, uh, well, Florida Atlantic and potentially UConn or Miami, you're going to find out, is that you have really good individual, really strong individual defenders all over the floor who can switch off of anything. Long, athletic, um, excellent rebounders. Uh, a lot of times, Tim, I feel like San Diego State's best offense is a missed shot. The second, it's a second shot type of offense where they grab the rebound and put it back or second-chance opportunities is what makes San Diego State uh, so difficult to deal with on the offensive end. But on defense, they've got so many athletes who can play five positions. And, uh, you know, not a lot of teams can say that. That's what makes this uh, Aztecs team difficult and uh, why they can drag you into their style of play. They can dictate the pace of the game. San Diego State, no matter who it is, no matter who the opponent is, I've seen this so many times, they dictate the pace. They make you play their slow, physical style, and, and that's the style they can beat you at, obviously, because they're better at it than you are. So we talk about Lamont Butler and Nathan Menzo. Those are two of the best defensive players in college basketball on the same team. So if you look at the three-point numbers <laughs> from the tournament by the opposition, even go back to the Mountain West Championship game. Yep. Charleston, Furman, Alabama, and Creighton. You know the numbers, 16 for 94 from three in the NCAA tournament. 16 for 94. Utah State was a top five three-point shooting percentage team in college hoops in the Mountain West tournament title game, 
four for 24 against San Diego State. As Now, some of that's a little bit of luck mm-hmm. and variance. You know, you got there are some open shooters who miss shots. But they stick to three-point shooters. They limit transition opportunities. They make you play their style. And by the way, Tim, San Diego State has played 12 straight games under the total. It's incredible, you know, it, that they have hit the under the total, sitting at 132 uh, as we record. If you want to play that under, you can find a 132 uh, I believe here in Vegas uh, and uh, across some spots, but mostly as we have it up on the screen for those of you watching with us, 131 and a half has been the number the majority of the week because I wanted to bring that up to you about the three-point shooting defense that uh, that San Diego State has done, has uh, has had out there because I, I, I put that in the vcin.com write-up that I had on this game, 20 of 118 if you include that Mountain West mm-hmm. championship that you mentioned against Utah State, who's a very good three-point shooting team, even though... Uh, they did not shoot well against Missouri from right. three in the first round of the NCAA tournament. But, you know, Creighton goes two of 17, Bama three of 27. Um, it, it's been wild. But, you know, here's what, what's been interesting to me is Florida Atlantic has gotten to this part um, of the NCAA tournament. And they haven't been shooting particularly well, Matt, from three, right? They were a team that entered the NCAA tournament 37% from three, which was top 30 in the country. They shoot a ton of threes, about 44% of their possessions, uh, or field goal attempts, I should say, end in three points uh, shots. But they're shooting just 31% from three in this NCAA tournament. The only game they shot above their uh, regular seeding shooting percentage was the Elite Eight against Kansas State. Mm-hmm. So they're 34 for, for 109. So what I'm trying to get to is here, can Florida Atlantic, I don't know if they can win this game shooting 17% from three, but Matt, they have shown the ability to adapt and win games even when their threes aren't falling. Oh, no question. By the way, the Owls, I think, went into the tournament scoring 44% of their points on threes. Yeah. And to uh, emphasize your point, they have not shot the three well in this tournament and still found ways to advance. Uh, but like you said, such a fine line between success and failure in this tournament, and sometimes the same thing's true with life. Like you, you need to get a lucky break. Sure. And Fort Atlantic should have lost that first round game to Memphis. And uh, Kendrick Davis, Tigers' best player, throws the ball away for no reason when he's going to be fouled intentionally mm. with the clock running down. You and I know this well because we had Memphis. <laughs> Still ticked off about it. Yeah, and, then and I, had, had, I had them twenty to one to win the region. I still think yeah. uh, what will happen too, but hey, you know. But do you have to tie way. up on the floor? Do you get the timeout? Don't get the timeout. Fort Atlantic get, instead gets a bucket, gets the win, and here we are in the final four with uh, with the Owls. That's the fine line between success and failure. But I think the more you watch this team, the more you believe it's not a fluke too, because uh, in the second half against Tennessee, Fort Atlantic took the fight to the Vols. They punched him in the mouth. They were more physical than a veteran team that was one of the toughest in college basketball. Tennessee had five seniors, Tim. Outscored them 40 to yep. 28 in the second half. Yep, exactly. And then Kansas State, uh, from the best conference in college basketball this season, Fort Atlantic takes over the game in the second half, comes back from seven points down, and wins. So uh, I don't think it's a fluke when you got a guy like John L. Davis who's – I'm not going to say he's an NBA player because you, I'm not sure he's there yet. He, he's, he might get there eventually. But he's a guy who can – he hits big shots. And he's, he's a really good finisher. And he's a smooth player. I, I think he's fearless too. And he, he kind of embodies what this team's about. It looks like Fort Atlantic's got a fearless mentality. Mm-hmm. And you got that uh, Vladislav Golden, who's uh, a guy who, who clogs the lane. He's a rim defender. And uh, he's seven foot one, but he's skilled. And he's, yeah. and you know the one thing, and it drives me crazy. At, you know when you see bigs bring the ball down. Used to always be told oh, yeah. this: when you bring the ball down, you're the same size as a guard. Yeah. Against Kansas State, they threw him lobs, and he just kept it up, yeah. dunk. And I, I was like, wow, that's he's been taught that, he's been coached that, and he's he's implementing it through. You know, not too often do you see high major big men like this who are that skilled right. and that well coached. Just, where they got the fundamentals. Absolutely. And they can score around the basket and defend. He's he's, he's a – His game against Kansas he's State – He's a mid-major. A mid-major right. program, but he's playing like a power five big man. His yeah. game against Kansas State was his great, best game. I, I mean, I can't say I've watched all their games all year, but certainly an NCAA tournament felt like his best game. The performance that they had, you mentioned the Tennessee game. Because FAU is the type of team, Sean, that is willing to play at your pace. They'll, they'll go up and down – uh, at your pace. They played at a high tempo against Kansas State. 
They played at a high tempo against Fairleigh Dickinson, but they played it really slow against Tennessee, which is what Tennessee wants to do. Oh, by the way, they played in the CUSA, where North Texas, the slowest team in America, and Charlotte, the second slowest team in America, played. And they they beat both of those teams right. uh, every time they played them. They're willing to play at their pace. So when it comes to this game and them playing San Diego State and the fact that they've played Tennessee – does the physicality of San Diego State yeah. overwhelm them no. like it felt like it overwhelmed Creighton late in that game on Sunday? I don't think so because uh, San Diego State is a very similar team to Tennessee, Ted, or Wes, or whatever. Did I call you the wrong name? Whatever it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> don't you did think San Diego – Did I call you Sean? Fred? <laughs> don't you think San Diego State <laughs> – Aren't San Diego State and Tennessee very similar teams? Yes, though? very yeah. similar. Very similar. All right, we got it. We got to hit a break. Uh, I think Mike Bray is going to be joining us the other side. I'll try not to call Matt Humans <laughs> the wrong name. I'm all over the place. Come on back. It's the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Podcast. Here is your host, Tim Murray. We keep it rolling here alongside Matt Humans. I'm going to say that three times so I don't mess it up again. Matt Humans, I am Tim Murray, and you know, Matt, today I, I went into the closet and I said, you know, got to rock the. I got to rock the. I didn't have the full-on turtleneck, but I went sweater and I went green. It's in our, it's in honor of Mike Bray. It's because right? our next guest yeah. is, a, is a big fan of the turtleneck, and that would be now former Notre Dame men's basketball coach, 23 years up there in South Bend, the winningest. Coach in program history, led that program to multiple NCAA tournaments, more than multiple, and two Elite Eights. Mike Bray, coach, joins us right now. Coach, you did, I'll say this, you, you moved away from the from the turtleneck as the years went on. You kind of went more of the open-collar look. What what happened? My, my, my daughter finally put her foot down. Uh, God, this would have been 10, 12 years ago, and said, Dad you got to get out of that thing. You just got to. But the uh, the mock got a lot of W. I got a lot of Ws out of the old mock. Fear the mock, we used to say. And uh, I, I was on a I was on a show uh, two weeks ago, and I broke it back out. I just had to do it one more time. But uh, yeah, I changed it up and and got a little more comfortable. And uh, certainly great to be with you guys today. Well, we appreciate it, and uh, you know, not as Matt knows. Uh, as a, as a big Notre Dame fan, but also a guy from the D.C. area. It was, uh, it was a no-brainer if we could get you to come on. But mm -hmm. uh, more importantly, I just want to talk some hoop with you. And I know you've been watching this tournament very closely. And, you know, we started the show, Coach, talking about everybody out there will say, you know, it's a wide-open season. But it, it really <laughs> felt that the entire year. And these four teams are kind of indicative of what this season has been. This is the first Final Four we'll ever see, or we have ever seen, I should say, that has no one, two, or three seed in it. 
It really is an example of what college basketball has become and how old college basketball has gotten. It's old. It's old because everyone, a lot of kids got the extra year with the COVID. You know, you have a lot of 23, 24-year-olds playing, and they can move around freely with the transfer rule. And, and so you can bounce back quickly by way of that and with an extra year of eligibility and the freedom to transfer it with immediate eligibility. And, you know, Florida Atlantic is an unbelievable example of, you know, I, I, if you just took, if you just took their, the names off their chest and you had their five out there physically, that, that that's a power five group of young men. And I, and I underline men, I mean, they're, they're men. And, and, you know, San Diego state, we knew was going to be old and, 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 and actually Connecticut probably has the most young guys, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And, and, uh, Miami that we saw a lot of here, uh, you know, old guards that know how to play and, and set the tone. But when you look at what happened in the tournament and, you know, I, I we were a six seed a couple of times and we got nailed by old dominion and Winthrop and you thought they were going to burn my house down. Um, <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> now, now one seeds go down, uh-huh. two seeds go down. It's unbelievable. And, uh, so it, it, it makes for one hell of a March. And, uh, and this weekend, Saturday, obviously is going to be really interesting to watch. If they were going to burn your house down, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Matt Painter's house. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. You know, I'm sitting there. It's, you know, you live vicariously through each other in this crazy business. I couldn't watch it. I, I could not watch because I've been on that side of it where uh-huh. you're the higher seed, never a one. We were a two and a three, but you got the weight of the world on you, and all you're doing is getting tighter and tighter. Yep. And and the other team is loose and shooting from, you know, 32 feet and chest bumping. <laughs> and as a coach, you're trying to smile and get them loose, but you're tighter than your kids. But you're faking it. Uh, I, I turned it off. I said, I can't watch. I just can't watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what you're talking about there. All right, this is interesting. The last time I watched Mike Bray coach in person was at the Maui Invitational at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. Maui, Vegas, we weren't very good there. We we stole one from Chaminade, and, and uh, we blew the St. Mary's game, and we blew the Texas A&M game, but that was we were in Vegas for a – for a week there. And, and of course, you know, I always used to spend a week out there in Vegas with the, with the recruiting calendar, but it's changed. You know, we used to be out there for a week watching the prospects play. So I, I I've spent a lot of time out there uh, watching basketball and missing curfew. Quite yeah. a <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I didn't want to ask you. Okay. So if you, I, I believe if you ask 10 coaches, uh, which is the best team in the final four, I think all 10 are going to say UConn. Uh, do you agree yeah. or disagree? And what do you think Miami's got to do to upset UConn on Saturday? Well, I would agree with that because in December, you know, watching, I, I just said, I, I said to myself, they're, they're the best. Connecticut's the best. And then they hit their snag. And I, you know, then you're in your league and I didn't really pay attention to what was happening with them, but they sure look in gear again. And they are confident and got an edge about them and they have all the pieces. Miami with their guard play, um, they'll always have a chance. And again, they've got nothing to lose. They're kind of playing with, uh, you know, well, Connecticut's the favorite and we can just wing it. And what were they down 13 the other day and mm-hmm. just said, let's just hoop and, and their guards can take over and, and do things. So I, I think it's a great matchup. I would not be surprised to see Miami win the game. But Connecticut just seems to have all the pieces right now, especially the way they pound you inside with their size. We're talking to Mike Bray, former Notre Dame men's basketball coach. You mentioned Miami. You guys played them back in uh, in late December, coach, uh, in South Bend. You know, they're not a team that goes very deep. And, and historically, that's kind of the way you coached as well at Notre Dame. Um, if you're Jim Laranega on Saturday evening, um, you know, do you worry about the depth and, and the size too? Because O'Meara's been playing really, really well down low. And Matt and I were talking about that, coach. But ultimately, Sonogo and then Klingon off the bench. How does Jim Laranega kind of uh, overcome the lack of size against this massive UConn team? 
Well, you mentioned, Omir, there's an example of one of the great pickups from a so-called mid-major, a man who shows up. And I, I watched a little bit of Miami back in December. I said, oh, my God, now they got they got that. Phys- they didn't have that physicality last year. Um, they had Wong, obviously, and, and certainly they picked up Pack. But um, he, you know, the one thing about older guys, and, and we've been in that ro- rotation a lot, Older guys can play almost the whole game. They know how to play. They know how to pace themselves. They know how to play without fouling. And I think Omer will understand how to adjust to that. And and he plays a lot bigger than he is. Um, but you know he I'm not, he can mess around and get 15 rebounds, even though he's not seven feet tall. I mean he is a flat out. That's a a man who showed up ready physically. And man, is he you know he's been such a difference maker. Because they they didn't have the physicality in the post last year, and man, they have it with him. Um, and and Miami's going to play the way they play. You know, they they they're going to come at you offensively. They're going to let their guards go off. They're they, they you know they're not they're going to guard you sometimes, and then sometimes they're going to rest on me. Uh, but all of a sudden, they can go on a ten zero run because of how gifted they are offensively, um, and and get going. So. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's certainly a challenge with the bodies that Connecticut throws at you. I, 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 I they almost burnt my house down for this comment a couple of years ago. I said depth is so overrated in college basketball. <laughs> and uh, oh my God, Mike only's going to play seven guys. I can't believe it. And you know, and and really, really, when you have old gifted players like Wong and Pack and Omir, they want to play the whole game. Actually, it's hard to sub for them. When you sub for them, they look over at you like, yo, coach, I'm good, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you learn as you get to be a veteran coach, you do leave them alone and let them play. <laughs> coach, uh, we only got about a minute and a half left. I want to get your thoughts on this San Diego State, Florida Atlantic team because these two teams do go very deep on their bench, especially FAU. They love going to their bench and uh, no one really plays over 30 minutes on their squad. So how do you see the early uh, Final Four games, San Diego State and FAU playing out? So impressed with the job Coach Dusty May has done. I mean, physically, what they have built down there uh, is is it's amazing and it's cool. It's a great story. I have I just think San Diego State has a bit more toughness and edge and belief that this is our time. This is the group that's been pointing, you know, to do it. Uh, I think it's a great physical matchup, but I'm so impressed with the mental and physical toughness of San Diego State. All right, Coach, in the final 30 seconds, it seems like your UConn-San Diego State Monday night. Are the Huskies cutting down gonna, the nets? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the Huskies, the old Big East. I, I'm not part of the ACC anymore, so they can't <laughs> find me. They can't find me first rooting against Miami, but I, certainly Jim Laranag is a good friend, so thrilled for him. But I just think the swagger and the edge and the confidence that UConn has right now I'm going back to my old Big East day and the Huskies. Well, and UConn has a DeMatha guy on it. So you can't go against your, you your go. high school alma mater. So there you go. Hey, Coach, we appreciate the time and the insight. And uh, enjoy retirement. Kind of weird to say. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but stay tuned. And great <laughs> to be with you guys. I'll, I, I'll hit you up when I'm in Vegas. There we go. There right. he is, Mike Bray. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Podcast. Here's your host, Tim Murray. Wrapping things up here on the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Thanks to Mike Bray, former Notre Dame men's basketball coach, for joining us. You think he coaches again? Yeah, no I, doubt about I it. I think so, too. I think Jay Wright's going to coach again, too. Really? You know, you watch him in that TV studio. After a while, that gets pretty boring. Yeah. And I, I wonder if Jay Wright, once he starts to call games, I think next year he's going to be CBS, on the CBS lead team, right? Mm, I, I, he should be. He's really sharp. So it's Jim Nance is going to be out. I believe in a Ian Eagle is yep. going to come in. They should actually put Jay Wright on the games because I like Bill Raftery, but I tell you, Grant Hill, nice guy, not a little much vanilla, insight. yeah, not a little much vanilla. insight to what what's actually going on. I think Jay Wright would be a big step up, but Mike Bray is on that level. He's he's one of the great analysts and personalities in college basketball, and um, but you wonder, you know, when you're you still got that competitive fire in you. Those guys aren't old. Mm-mm. He's only Mike Bray's only sixty three. Right. And, you know, I... Uh, but you got to find the right job, Tim. You mentioned it early in the show. South Florida is not the right job. That's kind of a, you know, Dusty May said he, when he went to Florida Atlantic, he, he was cried. cried. He, thought it was, yeah. he thought it was career suicide, <laughs> right? Yeah. thought it was career suicide. When he walked in the gym, and by it's not an arena, it's a gym. Yeah. By the way, I think in Indiana high school basketball, I played in five or six arenas that are much bigger oh, than yeah. what Florida Atlantic's college gym is. Uh, but Mike Bray can do better than South Florida. And that's, that's a really tough job. And when he decides to jump back in, or when Jay Wright decides to jump back in, those guys are going to take high-profile jobs. It's not going to be a USF type of thing. I think Mike Bray, if he was offered Georgetown, would have taken it because he's you know back in his yeah, roots. But I, I agree with it, that. Yeah. He's, uh, he's going to head back to his... Uh, to the D.C. area, and I, if I had to guess, it would probably be a job in that area. Mm-hmm. And you know, he'll. Uh, by the way, I, I tweeted it out, and I was surprised when that initial news came out about South Florida. Uh, and ultimately, you know, he is not going to South Florida. Uh, Amir Abdul Rahim, who did an amazing job at Kennesaw State, will be their head coach. But he'll enjoy TV for a couple of years. He'll sit back. He'll he'll hang out, and then you know, in a year or two, he'll be back on a bench somewhere. And wrap up his career that way but uh, really good insight there and uh, you heard from him he thinks it will be UConn like you predicted you know head coaches 10 out of 10 would say UConn how can you not and uh, let's let's get to that doesn't mean UConn's gonna win this 10 out of 10 times but that plays into the bet I'm gonna make here so let's get to it and uh, we'll do a little best bets here some final analysis to wrap it up here on the VEASAN college basketball betting podcast we'll be back on Sunday at some point for a short pod to get you ready for the championship game but Over our shoulders here at Circa, for those of you watching with us, the current futures market is UConn minus 108 on the yes to win the championship and minus 112 on the no. You came on VEASAN primetime uh, with Sean King and myself. I I might have, may not have called you Sean, I don't know, seven times already in this podcast. I think you did, Ted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you said your best bet was UConn minus 110 to win the championship. It got up to minus 120, dipped down to minus 115. I'll be honest, I tailed you at minus 115. I'm like, it's not getting any lower than that. Give me minus 115. There were 125s out there in the market. And now it's at minus 108. Um, But ultimately, Mm -hmm. it's hard to disagree with you. And, you know, I'll get to my best bet here in just a moment and why I think the rollover parlay isn't necessarily going to save you money because of where we stand, where they are as a favorite against Miami. And I do think FAU's got a real shot, even though Mike Bray thinks it's San Diego State. 
Uh, I think FAU's got a real shot to win that. So tell us your best bet right now in the Final Four. Yeah, how, how big of a fool do I look like right now, Tim? I laid 110 on Connecticut to win the title, and I could have laid 108. Oh, uh, that's two cents. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go out and bet this again, after, actually, right after Are this. You? Yeah, I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the 108. Uh, if uh, if I, I do believe, that, and Mike Bray reinforced that, if uh, you ask 10 coaches – which is the best team here in the Final Four, all 10 are going to say UConn, and I agree. And I, I'm not even sure it's that close. Now, in one game, if Miami's guards get hot, yeah, the Hurricanes uh, could get hot enough to shoot down UConn in that game. But I, I look at both ends of the floor. This is the most complete team offensively, defensively. They got the size. They got the depth. Uh, actually, outside of Big East uh, competition, UConn is 14-1 and against the spread this season. And uh, has won the tournament games by 17 and a half points. Yeah, I think UConn's going to get somewhat of a scare, and it's probably going to come from Miami. That's why I'm not laying the points in this first game. I thought the best way to play this would be UConn minus 110 just to win the title because Miami's the biggest threat to knock off the Huskies. I do not believe that San Diego State or Fort Atlantic next Monday could take down UConn. But Miami's a threat. But I don't want to lay the five and a half. I'd rather lay the 110 on UConn to win the whole thing, or 108. Uh, I really like Jordan Hawkins. Really like Andre Jackson. Those guys don't get talked about enough because we. it seems like Sonogo is the guy who gets most of the hype. But when you when I was at T-Mobile Arena last week and I watched UConn up close, I said, man, this very physical, uh, strong team, even more so than it looks like on TV. And they got a lot of guys who play a variety of uh, – fill a variety of roles and are interchangeable on the defensive end of the floor, I didn't really see a weakness. Mm-hmm. You know, well, what do you think the weakness is with UConn? I'm not sure what it is. They don't have a true point guard. I guess that would be the biggest weakness. I guess. I and, guess and, you could say that. Could, could I say, would it be fair to say that the backcourt of Miami is better? Oh, yeah. Than the, well, Miami's got one of the best backcourts. They're tremendous. That's, but, I mean. And that's why Miami's dangerous in that game on Saturday because of long – Pack Miller, if those guys get hot, the Hurricanes could pull the upset. But uh, I'm, I'm going to say that minus 110 is fair value on, a, on the most complete team in the Final Four that every coach you polled would say, this is the best team in the Final Four. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm not going to make it an official play because it's just flat out tailing you, but I'm in. I, I, you know, the more and more I thought about it, and I, I just thought, and look, we could be wrong, but at the end of the day, it's not laying minus 150, minus one. It's right. it's a bet, right? It's just it's your standard juice. Even a little bit less, you're saving two cents. We're going to the, the bargain here. Minus bargain 108. Market. Yeah, minus, minus 108, 108, baby. And by the way, what you were going to explain, go ahead and talk about it because on Monday night, UConn's going to be bigger than a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I truly believe, uh, and uh, maybe, you know, maybe Coach Bray's going to be right. Very possible. But I think FAU's going to win this game. And I'm going to take the three. Um, I know there were some uh, groups out there that gave out uh, San Diego State as their play at minus two, and that's why we saw movement on uh, on Thursday and a handful of shops across the country. DraftKings, uh, William Hill, Westgate here in Las Vegas and across the country, they're all sitting three. So, you know, I took two earlier in the week for our write-up on vcin.com, and I didn't know if it would move, and it has. So I'm going to go back in, and for the official play on this podcast, it's going to be FAU plus three. I think this should be a pick em type of game. So if I'm getting points, uh, I'm going to roll with it. And we talked about it a little bit, Matt, you know, breaking down this game. I got your name right there. Um, minus, uh, that was uh, plus 250. I would get it right. Um, I, I just think FAU has shown that they can play what San Diego State wants to do. Yes. They can bully. <clears throat> if they get bullied, that's okay. They they faced Tennessee, Tennessee, who bullied Duke into uh, mm-hmm. into submission yep. in the second round, and they withstood that blow, and they ultimately prevailed, as we talked about, with a 40-28 to 28 second half. So I'm going to take the plus three on FAU. Uh, it's a team that will shoot a ton of threes, so there's some variance there that makes you a little bit nervous because they haven't been shooting all that well, and we talked about how well the, the, the San Diego State team defends the three, Matt, uh, with teams shooting just 17% from three over the last five games, the four in the NCAA tournament and the Mountain West uh, tournament. So I'm going to take FAU plus the three, a deep team, a team that's battle-tested, and I think a team that's going to have a great game plan uh, to go against San Diego State. But you talked about looking at this game as a potential in-game play, and I, and I don't disagree either. So how are you going to look at FAU and San Diego State come Saturday night? Uh, by the way, for the math guys out there, UConn's minus 240 here at Circa on the money line in the first game against Miami. Yep. 
if uh, you know, depending how that game plays out, UConn could be a seven or eight point favorite on if Monday. It, if night. they're playing FAU, I think it'll be right. seven or eight. Yeah. If so, it's San Diego State, it's probably five and a half, six again. That's where I see the value in laying one ten on the money line for UConn. I don't want to lay two forty against Miami mm-hmm. necessarily, and I don't want to lay the points either. I think. I'm going to look to live bet the dogs in actually both of the games on Saturday. I'll take a small position like you just talked about on FAU plus three against San Diego State. And then I'm going to try to live bet this game and see if I can get the Owls a plus five and a half, six, something like that, and uh, try, to, try to play it a little bigger. That way, uh, Tim pretty much – I almost called you Ted. Pretty much <laughs> every Aztecs game is low-scoring – and tight, and yep. comes down to the wire, right? That's mm-hmm. why the points, I think, are more valuable in that matchup where I think FAU and San Diego State's get a good chance to go down to the wire. By the way, Fort Atlantic, I just I looked that up today, 24-11-1 against the spread. Um, obviously, when you get to this point, most of these teams got pretty good uh, spread marks. But I, I, I think FAU's for real. The more I've watched them, and that Tennessee game really convinced me, and uh, especially in the second half against the ball. So... That's how I'm going to look to play the dogs on Saturday, but UConn to win the title. All right, UConn minus 108. Save those two cents. Come to Circa. That is Matt's official play for the Final Four. Gimme Hoot Hoot, the Owls, plus the three. For Matt Humans and Mike Bray, I'm Tim Murray. This has been the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.